Blog Talk Radio. Yes, I Rastafari, alias Lassie. Jump make the blind man see. Jump up and feel irie. It make the lame man walk. Make all the dumb start talk. Let me me all be one, as though I have a heart in eye, and eye in the eye. Let me also be one in eye and eye, that the world may know and believe that thou art sent us. And the glory which thou gavest unto eye and eye have given death, that they may be one, even as we are one. I and them, and thou in the eye, that they may be made perfect in oneness, and that the world may know that thou art sent I, and has loved them, even as thou hast loved the eye. The eye. Ready or not, we're gonna get a shot of this holy red hot black African love. Step on the scene, and them are pure and clean. I cold and green black African love. Ready or not, we're gonna get a shot of this holy red hot black African love. Don't be so mean, your love is pure and clean. Oh Lord, it makes this sick. Get well, redeem the wicked from hell, for to make a deaf man ear, I'll make the careless start kill, oh Lord, amen. Come now, all people, let's gather me, and listen well, hearing the words of Zionite, Rasta man, I've come to sing to you. Or else it's sleeping and a wailing to your national peace Them gonna end That will come on you and you and you too So, if you're ready or not Gonna get a shot of this little red hot Black African love Dead up on the sea Don't be so mean I cold and green and black African Blind man see, jump up and feel irie, come make the lame man walk, make all the dumb start talk. As the Father has loved I and I, so I have loved the eye, continue ye in Jalot, and if you keep the eye, Mammon, you shall abide in Jalot, even as I have kept my Father's commandment. Abide in his law. These things have I spoken unto you, that I and I joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be made full. For this is I and I, I mommy, that you love one another as I have loved you. For greater love as no man that he should lay down his life for his friends. Ready or not, you're gonna get a shot of this good red hot black African love. Home to the sea, get away from the Shot of this good red hot black African love. 
there are cosmic laws, there are unmutable laws that you can never change. And, and, and we, we, we just have been blindfolded through the devastation of slavery. Our souls have been walking on, on, on top of a mass where we're blindfolded from the oxygen and the reality that the sun has given us to perceive in our everyday affairs. And we, as a matter of fact, we're just a little lost and a little confused. But we find ourselves every every decade, every day like today, when the sun does its regress in the Aries, we are waking our consciousness up more and more. But in the, from the devastation of slavery to now, we have lost our purpose, identity, and direction. We set ourselves up in this position of ignorance where we don't know who we are because we don't sell, we don't look for God and our salvation in the mirror. We look for it in something like dollar bills and wealth and health, money economically wise. But that ain't saving you from your physical realities and who you are within. Money money don't cure everything. Just maybe most things so the illusion teaches us. But Beverly, we want to um, look at some different things this year than we've been doing. You know how long we've been doing this show, Beverly? Since 2010. Wow, that's been a while. How many years back is that, Beverly? Twelve? Hmm? Thirteen years. Yeah, going on thirteen years, yeah. But it is thirteen. You're correct. Thirteenth one. You know, and, and mm-hmm. you know, it don't seem that long, do it? Until, Time uh, really goes by. Right. Oh, it really does. It just shows... That um, the older you get, the, the the more knowledge you get in your subconscious brain, so time becomes smaller. To a baby, the years forever. To us, the years are flying by. And um, yeah. I got. Uh, I'm, 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 I want to do a different kind of show with you tonight, Beverly. So we're 13 years. We've been in kind of the same mode. Uh, and we we do a, we do a send out to my daughter, Beatrice Wazing, and her husband Carl. And do you know they on their 30th anniversary? Wow, I say, I Um and I'm not going to call them to the bat. You know, I usually call them to the bat and bless them, which I always do daily. Um, and my buddy Marshall's wife, Monica, it's her birthday too. We just sent a suit out to them. But there's a there's a reading I want to do. One number reading for um, is going to call in, and then we're going to get serious tonight in the short time that we have about facing realities and about realizing are we really moral or are we living in moral lives? Are we human or are we demons? Um, what, are, what, are, what are we creating in our children's children's children? Where is the world going? Are we really in an illusion called racism? Or are we just in this confusion because we don't know who we are. When we learn who we are, then we'll learn that we're the creation of all these realities that happen to us, and the salvation is definitely in the mirror. And we always leave there going out in the world in a conquest of these American values and money and and wealth and health and looking beautiful because of television and all of this, and we lose morality. So we're going to go all the way back to Aries. We're in Aries right now, Beverly, and we're going all the way. Aries mean I think, therefore I am. Aries rule thought matter. 
And uh, I, I think I want to go all the way back to before we had these bodies in the dark ages when we were only atoms of thought. Because um, I have a theory that we've been hypnotized by these toys that the Europeans have put on us in terms of social media, the convenience of life, and the progress of life. If progress of life is going to hell in the handbasket, I don't want to progress with them. And it looks like technology is killing humanity on a 90-mile-an-hour basis. So we're going to talk about that tonight, more so than the things that we usually talk about, like me doing number readings. We're going to read the plan. I already read the plan to a placement off and understand what's going on right now about the sun changing from Aries, I mean Pisces to Aries, and Aries rules thought matter. And that's what we in, deep thinking, to grow another consciousness for this evolutionary cycle we call a year, from March to March, from and, and um, nature's year is starting off. Let's get naturally in tune with each other. And we're going we're gonna to talk a lot about that in my portion of tonight's show because I have to move you all to realizing about the brother that's speaking after me. Man, Baba Malik Zucchini in D-Town Farms, they are making some revolutionary change in terms of eating in this city of Detroit. And eating is what we eat, and what we eat is what makes us be what we are be. And we got to understand that as a reality. And we're going to try to bend on that. For when, especially when Malik come on, you're going to see some difference. But my cousin, I highly Israel, he will be coming on later, and he's worth waiting for. He's the one who was singing that music when y'all turned it first on, Black African Love. And he has a series of other songs that I hope Beverly going to play for us tonight. Um, I really want to do one reading for a friend that's going to call in and then I want to get down into the nitty-gritty of where our thoughts come from. Because when thought go, energy flow and obey. Where your mind, like George Clinton said, where your mind is, your ass is right behind. You know, where you go, your brain go. Where you, you create your thoughts and your reality from your thinking. And if we don't think that's important, try to, try to go through a day without doing no thinking. You will, you'll, you'll see the results the next day when you wake up and start thinking. <laughs> but um, thought matter controls all our reality. And so I think to understand the things that I have to say uh, in a few minutes after we do this one reading about that, that everyone's going to want to take heed to what I'm saying and listening. Because we, we lost people, and we got to go back where we started at. And we gotta respect the elders more and we gotta we gotta give worship to the brothers that brought the knowledge to us. We have so many pioneers, Beverly, that we ain't speaking about no more. Like the have you heard the name Beverly? How many of you have heard the name Delbert Blair? We don't hear his name much anymore though, or Phil Valentine. And these are the heaviest metaphysical teachers that we ever had. And they don't disobey forget Bobby don't forget Bobby Hemmett. Oh, Bobby Hemmings, oh, yes, and there are many more you can sit here naming, especially you, Beverly, because yeah. you're world. Why don't you name a couple of them for them? Let's put a prayer out for them. Dr. You know Africa, 
Dr. Africa, Dr. Sabi. <clears throat> Dr. Coos, Dr. Say, is Lear in Detroit mm-hmm. with us now? Mm-hmm. And these are these are hardcore revolutionary brothers that dug deep to find the roots to heal us and, and providing medicines for us. And we don't mark them as we would a Hollywood actor like like uh Rich, like Richard Pryor or Funny Man or like Donzel Washington, movie star. We don't take our metaphysical doctors that important. We still got Doctor Bombay here. And he helps a lot of people. Oh, and they, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah, Bombay Bombay Center is right over there behind the wires on the Wilbur between Wolf and John R in Detroit. I talked to him earlier today. But um he's still here healing cancer. And and we don't pay a metaphysical a position as much. We keep running in these hospitals, jumping ourselves on, on, on chemotherapy, taking pills that we don't need to be taking. You know, and it's just not the only way to heal yourself. There are better ways, and we need to start eating healthy. I'm so honored that my daughter, be my only daughter, be Afrin Wazy, has taken to salads and vegetables and not eating meat all oh, minutes. It's, it's just amazing to see the intelligent moves she has made without me even trying to push her to do it. Um we need we need we we need to talk more about um giving reference to the elders, you know, because if we don't if we don't do it the kids won't do it. And that's the problem we got with the kids. They're not paying no attention to where they come from. Somehow they've been mesmerized away from their elders, and they're like lost puppies. And now they're lost puppies with guns, and it's getting very serious. And anytime you hear the Detroit authorities talking about, or the government talking about creating thousands of dollars for brothers like Malik Shabazz and the 300 and, and, and um, uh, Detroit um Black organizations out in the streets trying to stop violence for years and not getting a dime for it. Now they're trying to give them money to help them stop the violence because yeah. it doesn't got our hands. It's all good, but but the factor that what made this happen ain't good. See, we wouldn't have this if we understood the power of love. We wouldn't have this if we hadn't lost our children. Our children are lost puppies. They won't listen to their parents or the adults. And it's bad. That's them. Scenario been going on a long time in our neighborhoods from California and New York, and that ain't good. That ain't good when a daddy don't know his when a son don't know his own daddy, and they and don't care nothing about learning him or knowing him. We all sons of sons, and we lost that that statement. When's the last time you heard somebody talking about we sons of sons? And it, it's sad. It all comes through psychology. Of the hypnotism that America has put on Afro-American people. We think slavery left, and slavery just went invisible and on hell of love vision. And we stuck on it, and we stuck on ways that have to do with it. And the ways that have to do with it all are centered upon more money, more money, more taxes, more taxes, because we live in capitalistic America. It's a capitalistic country. We try all kind of ways to create black co-ops and black um, foundations of thought process 
to, to, to avoid their capitalistic views, like building airplane games and, and where everybody feeding everybody, where everybody walking off the top of a, of a pyramid structure, getting thousands of dollars because we giving to each other through a co-op. The government and the FBI tore that stuff up. We done found a way to make their money, make money through co-oping. They'll tear it up because we're not abiding by the laws of capitalism, which are based on self-preservation only. E plus uno mean one out of many. It don't mean all y'all. It don't mean it don't mean support the world. It means get taxes for the government. That's the tax mongrels. It's always been that way, but that's how America is a capitalistic country, and that's what we were enslaved to be in and raised in. So this is what we do. And, and socialism is that for is African, but in America, socialism is an enemy to capitalism. So how are we going to live in the middle of that? We're stuck between morality and immorality. And lust drives us to immorality. And we have such an immoral world, we can't even control our own children. I mean, a, a person will shoot you for looking at you the wrong way today. I wonder why is that? We know pop, corona was population control. Now guns are all over the place, and we killing each other because it's all about population control. And and and, and we in the middle of that, and we hypnotized to Americanism, and we ain't quitting. So we got to when you get lost, where you go, Beverly? Back where you started at. That's where we're gonna go tonight. Back to the dark ages. What created thought? Where did Adam come from? Adam mean thought. And in the dark ages, that's all we had. We didn't have these bodies. We had souls from other reincarnations. And that's what we are, old souls, the ones that see. You know, did that a reader come in, Beverly, because I'm going to get that done um, and, and get on. Did, well, did that person, it? I don't know the number. What What is that person number? The area code 313? Yeah, uh, eight, uh, 836, eight, uh, yeah, that's what it was. Okay, let me see. They should push push number one. Does this person know? Um, well, let's see. I don't see nobody pushing number one. And I do see a 313. I don't know if this is your person. Let me open the line and see. Let's, 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 uh, let's see if it's like a number reading for a minute. Oh,
was created by Woody Bryan. He had a patent on it in 1976. It's a nine-day plan. And we chose it. he chose a nine-day plan because back in the 60s and 70s, everyone didn't relate to numerology because it only told you what was going to happen to you every three months, only, and only four times a year. And, and that was, you forget, that's not a, but a nine-day plan tells you what's going to happen to you every day with three numbers. And in nine days, you recycle it, and then more than nine days, you recycle it again. So it's, it's not a long-term wait to figure out what's going to happen. That's why we call it balanced vision. Balanced vision is putting, putting the cycles of your the eye of the needle or the cycles of your life. That's what Woody Bryan called learning the eye of the needle of nine numbers. And I'll tell you how to use the form, what the formula is in so many words, and I'll tell you the definition of the numbers, and then we'll proceed on. And I'll show you how to do a number reading also shortly. It's not much. Here you go. If you add today's date down to one digit, you got the birth number for that day. Then you take your birth number, and the way you get your birth number is to add the month and the day you were born. Not the year, just the month and the day you were born. And the month and the day you were born tells you your character number. Like, let me give you mine. My birthday is 227. 2 and 2 is 4, 7 and 4 is 11, 1 and 1 is 2. So my character number is 2. Okay? Now, if I want to know what's going to happen to me on, let's say, today. The day happens to be um, March 20th, and the year is 2023. 20, look at 2023. There's two twos and a three. Two and two is four, and four and three is seven. So it's a seven all year long. So when you get to the year, just say seven. Okay, now let's look at the day. 320. Three and two is five. Zero don't mean nothing. Then you add the five to the seven, it makes 12. One and two is three. So today's universal number, birth number for the day is three. And my birthday is 227, so two and two is four, seven, four is 11, one and one is two, and I'm a two. So I take my two and I add it to the three, and I get five. But you got to remember, I happen to be on a three day. So three is first. Three, my three numbers for the day is three, five, eight. Now, check that out. This morning, I was a three, which is optimism. Then I became a five, which is a lot of changes. But at 6 o'clock today, that three and that five made eight. And guess what eight is? Business, money, and deep insights. Beverly, I'm going to take you all the way back to 09. Remember when I first did the reading show at R.J. Walker Studio with you? And the first four people that called were eight. Because eight, 8 is the number of business, money, and deep insights. And that's what we're into right now, deep insights. You understand? That's what makes it divine that we only do this show once a year. Because if you did this every other week, we'd wear it out. Cosmic laws are jewels of success of your life, even especially the oxygen you're living on. That's why in our church right now we have a Pramiana, 
regardless of breath control, we have oxygenated classes, especially we're going through right now, about drawing oxygen from the air through 4784, a breathing code of Pramiana. If anyone wants to know that, Google Pramiana on your cell phone and learn about the arts and sciences of Pramiana breath control because breathing is the most important thing we do. And oxygen is what we live off of, and we're going to go back there in a minute in the dark ages. But I'm trying to explain numbers right now. So my number today on this three-day is 358. Okay, so this morning I had optimism. Middle of the day I went through some changes trying to figure out how I was going to do this show with y'all because I don't write in rehearse. I talk from my gut. I talk from my God center because I say how I real feel. I ain't got to rehearse it. I don't rehearse what I come to here to talk to you about, baby. Never have, never will. I just know what I need to tell you, and I proceed. Because ain't no telling what's going to happen. I know one thing going to happen, which is sudden unexpected changes. So why I make the plan anyway? We're getting ready for the changes. Because that's God's will, putting his salt and pepper on your reality. And you got to obey that. Truth is truth. And divine order is divine order. And we're only getting that through the oxygen. In time, if I've already spent half of my hour, I'm going to get to the dark ages with y'all in a minute. But I'm, with these numbers, if everyone knows what the numbers mean, you can dial my number, and I will teach you how to do it over the phone. I've been teaching people since me and Beverly got together since 2010 over the telephone. Okay, my number is area code 313-532-1864. It's a landline. Don't send me no texts. I'm still old-fashioned. It's a landline, area code 313-532-1864. And call me, whoever you are, And I, with 20 minutes and a pencil and a piece of paper, and you will leave smiling from the phone knowing that you know more about the cycles of your soul in this experience you're going through called our lives. Our lives, I say, because we're all in this together. This is what Bob Molly said, one love, one love, one mind, one world. We actually all won, but we lost puppies. That's why people like me have to take us back to the dark ages before we had these bodies. We were only souls in the dark, and we created Aries, Adam. Aries means thought, and we willed it to be our reality. This world is what we made it be. Yeah, we had to make it be through the black and white black and white era of slavery, but that don't mean we got to produce these devil kids like we got going on with guns today. That's our responsibility to change these children. It don't look like we're going to do it with no no peace of, peace of love. We done created some monsters and don't even realize it. Ask yourself, what kind of grandkids they going to create? Well, we're going to talk about that in a few. But get this. My number is 532-813-532-1864. Please call me. I love to teach anyone how to do their numbers and put themselves in the cycles of their lives. I'm going to give you the meaning of numbers, and we're going to push on. Number one, is, is matter of fact, these numbers are a business plan, so when you hear this pattern, remember you're hearing a business plan. Just like astrology is a business plan, every day is represented by a planet. And I'll run that to you next. But first, number one, air, number one in, a, in numerology means new beginnings. Two is cooperation. Three is optimism. Four is organizing and planning. Five is change. Six is balance and fairness. Seven is meditation and concentration. 
Eight is benediction. Go a little slower. Can you go a little slower? Okay, I'll go a little slower. slower. I'm sorry. I'll start all over and go slower. One is new beginnings. Three is optimism. Four is organizing and planning. Five is change. Six is balance and fairness. Seven is concentration and meditation. Eight is business, money, and deep insights. Nine is completion. Then you go back over. Now, you want to know your three numbers for today. Add today's date down to one digit, and then add it into your your birth number. And then take your birth number and add it to the universal number. Then take the universal number and add, it, and, and, and add it to today's number, and you get your reality number. And these three numbers, fuck, these three numbers happen to you every day. The first number happens in the morning. The third one happens in the middle of the day. third one happens even at night, and you wake up the ne- next day on the next number, and you go through the same periodic cycle every day of the week. And when you understand the numbers and understand your cycle, then you learn how to plan your life more productive. We need tools to make it through this this life that, that the slave master done made for us. We ain't used to this capitalistic thing. We are African socialistic people. I know we're born and raised in this, but we're born and raised in this as runts. Remember that. We weren't born and raised in this as kings and queens. It was a catastrophe when they got it, brought us over here in slave ships. People were jumping over the boat to die instead of coming here. And here we are making joy of this like this is heaven. And we ain't trying to go back to Africa, I don't think. Not a lot of, not enough of us. But anyway, that's a horse of another color. I want to get to the point of what we have to talk about today. And that is what I've established from studying under people didn't know a whole lot more than me. And that's what our children fail to be doing right now. Well, a lot of them are, but there's a great deal of them that aren't. My point is this. When you understand who you really are, who the person in the mirror is, then you understand who God is. You know, I usually try to use this theory a lot when I speak, and that is that... um. In the in in Piscean era of slavery, God got scared of everybody, calling him all these names, Jehovah, Allah, about Buddha, Jesus, all these names. So he hid inside of everybody. And he's waiting to talk to you in the mirror. God lives inside of you. The man in the mirror is the most important element in your life. Because if you can't heal to that man in that mirror, then you fell in yourself. And we all we we all got hang-ups because we come out of the culture of slavery. And we speak this language that's not our language. We're not supposed to be speaking this. I'm so honored that Dr. Karinga taught me Swahili when I was between 15 and 19 years old and amongst 400 different people. I spoke it every day because I don't tend to read and write very well. But um, I'm making it best I can. We all, we all come with hang-ups so we can learn about them. But, you know, we, where we come from is what we need to be trying to study because we lost through slavery. We don't even know how great we are. 
We are the great souls of the universe. Our knowledge goes back to the antiquity of time. The sundial was built. The sundial gave the European the opportunity to build a linear method of time from the sundial. But Egyptian theology made the pyramids to set the sundial in front of it. Egyptian theology was here lay long, long before the sundial came. That just came yesterday. We have Egyptian theology that goes all the way back to Atlantis. We have always been here. Everything come out of the dark to the light. It's a fact, Jack. If you never had no dark, why you need light? Dark gave birth to light. And we, and we got tricked in thinking that light was first. What's wrong with you? Come on. Why you need light if you never had dark? Dark is the reason you need light. It's, it's not rocket science. We've just been bamboozled and hypnotized. And now we're at the point where we're forgetting what thought matter is. Everything comes from Adam in the dark ages. If you want to call Adam God, Jesus, Allah, Buddha, whatever the sun, whatever you want to call it, it's a universal force that's driving our realities. And until we get in tune with that, we're going to keep stumbling, not knowing who we are and how great we are. We're the ones that create all this reality. We are the kings and queens of the universe, descendants of slavery. And we ain't broke ourselves yet because we, we don't think that the way we thinking is creating our reality. No, 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 nah. The way we thinking is what's keeping us down. We've been raised European schools, European language, European philosophy, and it ain't ours. It ain't ours. So we can't walk straight and tall like a Mshaka Zulu. We can't walk in European thought process and consciousness and maintain our blackness. Black gave birth to light in the dark ages before we had these bodies. We were atoms roaming around from reincarnations of other souls to make our way through this lifetime. We are the power of the universe, but they bundle us up through slavery and made runs out of us, and we're trying to find a way out of it, and we done lost our children. Every show you check that I've done with Beverly for the last 13 years, they always start off with talking about the 60s and how Superfly movie crippled us. And then the baby boy syndrome came on with not rapping, they stole it from the last poets with scratching and ninja turtles and breakdancing and go 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 created rapping. And next thing we know, Grandmaster Flash come out with this on his chest. And then next thing we know, we got the Baby Boy Syndrome movie coming out in 82. Now, 40-some years later, these kids ain't pulled their pants up yet. And every, every time you look at what they call BET+, you see gay movies generated by gay gay lesbians, but they always put a famous rapper in there so your kids will want to see that rapper in the movie. There was a time when I grew up, maybe I'm old, but a time when I grew up when 
they wouldn't play no movies like Empire at 8 o'clock in the daytime for kids that got to go to school tomorrow to see that garbage. But we love that movie Empire, the hypnotic skills of hell of vision. But none of us want to be one of them actors or want our kids to be that. But we still watch it. It's like a magnet. It's like a hypnotism. We're going to watch in 8 o'clock TV in our living rooms something we don't want our kids to be, but we'll turn on in front of their faces. That I'm sorry. I grew up in the 60s. It's a little more square than that. You know, I remember black and white TV with Amos and Andy, and my mom and them cutting it off because Amos and Andy was acting. We ain't like that no more. We done lost our morals, values, and ethics through what? Broken homes, daddyless homes. I say it every year on Beverly Show, how they divided the men from the women with Superfly movie, and babies came out, and men went to college, and men stole steaks out the refrigerator, became no good heroin addicts. By 1980, we had daddyless homes everywhere, and now what we got? Children that we can't control, they can't pull their pants up. Can you picture running down the street holding up their pants and shooting at somebody? You've seen it. we all seen it. Look like a clown with a gun. But it's the reality that we've created in society. How are we going to change that? Are we going to continue to hear things on the news, like a car accident on the freeway, and somebody run home and get their gun and come back and shoot the guy while he's waiting on his car, a tow truck to come get his car? He gets shot by the person that side-scraped him? That stuff is happening all over this country, not just Detroit, Beverly. It's because we done lost our children, our own children. Okay, now, if that's so, how are they going to raise kids? How they, Then how are their kids' kids going to be? What kind of grandkids are we going to create from them? Now, I know we got a lot of positive children around here. I ain't trying to down say everybody like that because it ain't. But it's too many that is like that. You know, it may even be the majority that's good. But in the majority that's good, ain't nothing but miss me to the ones that aren't evil. This evil got to stop. So bad that the government city of Detroit is getting ready to give um, black groups that have been fighting against crime, they're going to put them on the payroll, whether they, whether they got badges or not whether they've been to police training or not, they're going to get on payroll because America don't know how to stop our children. Our children. Are they really our children? Or are we just their parents? And they're running us. Because it's more like we ain't doing nothing to stop them. we got to have some other force outside of us to organize our children. I mean, our, our problem is worse than racism. Our problem is internal. We need to learn more about how to control our own realities. And I'm saying we because I got to hang up too. We all do, one way or the other. But we got to break ourselves and understand, are we human? Are we fighting for humanity while being a human? Are you just saying, yeah, I'm a human, then you act the same old nigga way? When we go... Act like we're trying to make change inside of ourselves. I got more hang-ups than anybody around here, too. I ain't saying I'm no better than nobody else. But we're all in the same bucket. And we all got to learn that children are our responsibility in spite of what America doing to them. They come out of 
a woman's womb. 20 years later, they're carrying guns at 21 years old and stealing cars and robbing people. Because what? They was raising a dad in his home? Whose fault is that? We can't blame everything on America and their television called television and their hypnotic skills. Some of it, a lot of it is our responsibility. If you get a woman pregnant, you got to shelter her under your manhood. And then when a woman have a baby, she got to shelter that baby under her womanhood. We're forgetting what hood means. We just raising them and feeding them and letting them go out there and rob and steal. Like it's a natural thing to do. Well, now we got a scary situation. Because ask yourself, what are their grandkids going to be? What are the grandkids going to be? We're raising monsters. And we're blaming it on the system and not the man in the mirror. And we, we are the kings and queens of the universe that come from the dark ages that created all this reality. Slavery that knocked us down to this point. First, we fought over what true religion was about when they stole Christianity from the tombs of Africa and created a modern-day Christianity for slavery to maintain us with hypnotism and burned all the witches that talked about metaphysics. Yeah, it was a catastrophe. It was such a catastrophe, they can't even find a way to give us reparations because ain't no money going to replace what they did to our people. But we can't cry in the shame of that. We got to go ahead and learn that we are the kings and queens of the universe, and we got to take our children back from the enemy and create, make our reality happen to our babies, or we're going to have some sorry great-grandkids, kids, and great-great-great-great, and other grandkids. It's not safe. You can't even have a car wreck without being scared to get out your car without a gun. This is sad. It ain't, it ain't television and, and, and hypnotics from Europeanism are all the, all the fault. It's the fault of having broken homes because we don't know how to mate with each other. These little kids don't know how to get a phone number from a woman. I've seen girls in gas station, men trying to ask for a phone number. She's scared to death. Can't give them the wrong number because the cell phone will prove you in two minutes. These men have no ethics. They have no morals, no values. Because it's raised on rap music and television. And this is what we let our children become. When we the kings and queens of the universe, we create this reality. And now this reality is eating us up. We got to learn what you put inside of you is what makes you be you. What you set out is what you get back. There are laws in this cosmic universe that we're living in. I done made my way through this city because I was raised in Los Angeles in, in South Central L.A. to understand the bigger, bigger picture about humanity. And if you don't thrive to be a humanitarian, then you're thriving to be the opposite. And they call it whatever you want to call it. Either you're going the right way or you're going the wrong way. Ain't no mid-ground. Ain't no mid-ground. You know, and the first thing we got to learn is what we put in our mouths is what makes you be you. That's why we got brothers like Baba Malik. He my hero. I I, I went through the struggle in Los Angeles. I was named by Dr. Maulana Karinga at 15 and a half years old. 
When you told me my name would be Chungali, the analyzer, I told him it was a girl's name to give it back. And you showed me what Chungalis do. They analyze the war for Shaka Zulu and things like that. And I took the name. And, yeah, I am an analyzer. He was right. And it's an honor to be named by Dr. Marlon Kring in 1973. He got an award for the highest rated junior, 1973. Yeah, he stepped 60, 67. He got the highest rated genius award from UCLA as a black man. He has a master's degree in every language known to man. He wrote the mission statement for the Million Man March. And he's still head of, head of the Black Studies Department at Caltech University. To be named by a brother like that is an honor. And I don't care sociologically what people said about his record. I know what the father did for me and him. He took me out of the hood and made a, me have black values of Nguza Saba in, in the value system of I live with a purpose in my life, which is purpose, identity, and direction. And I will always live for that my own identity and purpose and direction. And in Guza Saba, the seven days of Kwanzaa, is my religion for mentality and behavior to keep myself from dripping into immorality. Because we got too many immoral things going on around here. And believe me, take it serious what I said about change your diet and watch your world change. Change your diet and watch your world change. Because it's laws out here.
kind of I'm kind of a radical human being. I I learned I learned cultural nationalism from great people in my childhood in LA. But I also learned poetry how to fack and crack with words and how to twist words around sideways and up and down and move and come down your highway because I'm a poet and didn't know it. And um I um sometimes use word matter as as comedy cuz I know that these words that we're using they're not African. And I speak Swahili almost fluently from being raised around Dr. Green for over four years. All praise to the black man. I said, I went to school and studied key Swahili a little, miss. And I learned from us organization very well. I know Swahili. I ain't met nobody in 50 years living in Detroit to speak Swahili better than me. Well, maybe but, that, maybe you need to teach it. Well, I've been offered, you know, uh, of a Timbuktu Academy, um, with Paul Taylor and Balagoon and them, we've all been friends since '69. And yeah, we've uh, we've been talking about a workshop for children. Um, we're working on that. Time. That's gonna, ha- that's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Okay. I I see a hand raised. Hold on. Thanks. Three one three eight three six. Yes. Hello. Yes. Vibrations. Hello. Vibration. Hi. I think this is your call. Oh, is that you, Sheila? Yes. Just like you. I've been holding on, but I didn't press one. <laughs> she so, just said it. Too. She just said it. I was like, oh my goodness. Oh no. Uh, hey, we got the number show over. <laughs> we were is done. It? Yeah, oh. we were done. No, we're going to do it. We're going to do it, sister. We're going to do it. But I said, don't be calling first, last when you should have been first. So we're going to do it. Where's your month and day born, sister? 717. Okay. Uh, 717. Look at that in the sky now. 717. I see a 7 and a 1 make 8, and 8 and 7 make 15, and 1 and 5 make 6. So your birth number is 6. Your character number is 6. Okay, we already added day's day down to one digit earlier. You wasn't here, but today is a three-day. And you take the three and you add it to the six, and you get nine. So on this three-day, you are three, six women. What now? Wait. You, 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 no, you, you, yeah, of, of, yeah, I'm sorry. Today is a, is a three-day, and you are six. Six and three is nine. And then you take the nine. And you add it to the three, and you got um, <laughs> 12, 1, 2, and 3 again. See, that's, I'm glad you brought that up. Cause that's something. So you, yeah, cause, because every, okay. people don't know, any, any number you had nine come out itself. Any number you had nine come out. That's how they hear numerology from us. I'm going to take a minute out from you. Mm. This is very important. Three, any number you got on the nine come out itself. Them teen numbers from 9 to 20, fake out numbers, fake out numbers. Keep your brain away from numerology. And that's why they did it. Because if you take a 2 add a 9, you get 11. 1 and 1 is 2. Take a 3 add a 9, you get 12. 1 and 2 is 3 again. Take a 7 add a 9, you get 1 and 6. You get 16. 1 and 6 is 7 again. Take a seven, take a 9 add a 9, you get 18. 1 and 8 is 9 again. Whatever number you add a 9, come out of yourself. Mm. They took the whole educational system out with that one. So we would not know numerology. 
It worked too. It yeah, worked. it did. Yeah, it did. Wow, I never paid that. Well, mm. well, I, 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 I tell you where it comes from. Let's go to the root of that. Okay, everybody's thoughts come from mama, daddy, and you. Every human is threefold. What is three times three? Nine. All the numbers you need. Mm. Everybody is everybody is mama, daddy, and you. Spirit, matter, and soul. Everybody is threefold. Everybody got a spirit. Everybody got a soul. And as a matter of fact, it's the way you act. And so everybody's running around here with spirit, matter, and reality. And um, that makes three times three make nine. All the numbers you ever need. A one and a one, 11, is only two. A ten is a, a need to get this. A ten is a one with a zero searching for a hero on the left hand side. Mm. They out really. See, it's a lot of hypnotic trances they put on us in the way they're educating us. Then they show us these hellagram movies that got us stuck into what we're into. They're creating our reality from our own social life. And we don't even know how to do the hypnotism. We think we're in charge. The wow. only, way we, only way we be in charge is to maintain our own language, our own culture, our own value system, and eat our own food. And we ain't doing none of that. No, because this food is a mess. But so my number today would be nine three nine. Yep, optimism and the completion. You know, see, this morning when I talked to you, I was optimistic about this, but then you completed on the nine, but then you got the other three at the end. In fact, you caught us what we left, didn't you? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's how you're been on the line. I just didn't say oh, one. That's <laughs> you caught yes, us. I've been here in the program. No. Cancer. Mm-hmm. You have to say I feel. You got feelings. You know, bless your heart. Moon child. I know. It's terrible. It's yeah. terrible. It but is what, what it is. About the food. It's so much of the food don't have, like, the fruit don't have seeds in it anymore. Wow. Mr. Saldine told me that last night about an orange. Yeah. You know, uh, apples don't have apple cores no more. Right. Lemons don't have seeds, so you can get no. seedless. I just, I don't eat them. Yeah, well, didn't America tell you you don't have seeds? Bananas don't even have the black seeds. The didn't bananas America look nasty. Did America tell you that we're going through an inflation? Did America tell you that? Had this been going on before. Well, it's part of the inflation. Yeah, this has been going on for a while. I know. We're still a part of the inflation. But what? What is so what we us, supposed to eat then? Telling us to grow. Well, you supposed to grow your own food, or you go to places like um, Malik, the black farmers, who's using the real seeds, who's growing real food. Real. Can we have a lot of that in Detroit now? Detroit food go out. Yep. Yep. Ain't about Malik's time. You supposed to be playing music for Highly for Malik to come on. Well, when Malik get here, we'll bring Malik up. He's not here yet. See some of Holly's music. I mean, what was that tune? Okay. Um, you take a time bomb. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh, you want me to put some music on? Yeah. Okay, Malik. Thank you. Thank 10 o'clock, you'll come in, but full of music over, I bet you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I thank this you. every year because I was, I was going to ask another question. 
Go, go ahead. ahead. What is it? Okay, ahead. since today is the new day, do I continue to, like, for for my number for the new day of spring, is it anything different? Is Not, it what? Okay, today is the first day of spring. Yes, ma'am. So it's a new year. So for yes, me being a six on the new year. Well, numerology, you can't cross numerology and astrology like that. Oh, okay. That's what you're trying to do. it, But you can ask a question based on astrology, and you can ask the same question based on numerology, and I'll give you the answer. Okay, so they're not the same. Nope. See, astrology is the science of the sun, period. Okay. Numerology is the science of numbers, period. Okay. Okay, now, they have their same because their origin is the same. But you ain't going to read them the same. Okay, so you read them both different. Each one have their own meaning. Yeah, they like different language. Okay. It's like a skateboard to get you down the road, so will a car. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So the numbers is for me every day, and the zodiac and they both. is... The zodiac is every day, right? That is true. I'll give you, I'll give you a definition. The, the zodiac is the science of the sun, in its evolutionary cycles. That gives the oxygen that we breathe, that our heart beats to every day. So the sun and the oxygen is what we're living off of. The, as a matter of fact, reading them numbers will tell you the the path to go in. Let me, I can give you a deeper one. I'll teach you two, two. Remember, and all your audience, Beverly, should remember this. Um, Sister Shavi Ali taught a class about the art, about Sawa Yoga from Sanskrit, where she was reading where Africans read Sawa Yoga is nostril union between the left nostril, the Ida and the Pingala. And how Sawa Yoga teaches you how to um, perform your life based on the energy from one nostril to the other nostril. See, these energy exchanges happen every other week. And if the energy is in this nostril, it tells you how to behave in this two-week period. Then the energy will flow over to the other nostril and show you Then, the, if it's not in proper place, then you're having an encounter with a negative person or a negative reality. See, it, 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 this seminar that me and Miss Salim went to, the Shavi Shavi taught, was teaching um, nostril union through the Iden Pingala, but it taught how the Egyptians and how our ancestors from the pyramids on Sanskrit, came from Sanskrit information, and they left for us how to control your realities based on nostril union, how, how, what side the energy is on in your nose. Let your nose be your guide in life was the theory. Mm. Mm, so there's a lot of ways that Egyptian theology in, in, in Atlantis taught us to understand Mother Nature. Gahaji taught us about a time in Atlantis when every every part of the valley was living by everybody of different signs of zodiac. If you were Cancer, everybody in your family was Cancer. Everybody in your village was Cancer in that part of the country. And that's how wow. we live in Atlantis. Yeah. 
Mm, that's deep. So what? now it's, it's like, start saying, the European man got his his son sundial that gave him the linear method of time that he's living on. The sundial was just created yesterday. We go all the way back to way past Noah's Ark to the Egyptian to Egyptian of criteria of theology all the way to Atlantis before the Egyptian theology. Man, we go back to the antiquity of time way, way before Noah's Ark. You see, we stuck thinking that these things that we read in these books are the only thing for life. Come on, baby. They just got their time method when we built the sundown in front of the pyramids. And that, that was way before Atlantis. Yeah, no, they stole and redid a lot of stuff that was ours and took it and made it theirs and tried to put it to so us. All we have theirs. All we got to do is reverse it. That's all, That's all we got to do. We got the energy inside us. All the energy is in us. Yes. Well, the main thing is Pramiana, the art of breath control. We living on oxygen and learn Pramiana. 4784 is the code. The problem in our church right now, Saladin just brought the syllabus for a, for, a, for a breathing class with Pramiana. Learn to breathe and you will think better because your brain thinks based on thought matter. Oxygen and thought is in the air that we breathe in. If you can't inhale and exhale it properly, you ain't going to get the thinking food that you're supposed to be getting from Mother Nature. And this is a day of Mother Nature, the first day of the year. So so the key is is the proper putting the proper food in your body, your thoughts, and your breathing. That should that that should really uh, get you where you need to get to. Thank you, Paula. We're we gonna we, we, we yes. All have right. Thank you, Paula. We we, we we got another guest. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Uh huh. What'd you say, Changalia? Have you ever heard of breatharians? Uh, uh-huh. Explain Some that. Some people live on air alone. Oh yes, I've oh. heard of it. I know you have heard of breatharians. Come on now. That's how powerful oxygen is. We got a call? Uh, yeah, and we're going to come to our guest in a minute. Uh, let's see who's this, 313-618. 313-618, you have a question or yes. comment? Yes, can you hear me? Yes, yes I hear you. Hello? Okay. Vibrations, my sister. Good vibrations, my brother. I want to thank you all for this uh, invigorating uh, conversation. And I hope that um, you will touch on the significance of the Aquarian age, because if you've been watching the lineup of the planet, you can see that we are now fully into the Aquarian age, which has been forecast and prophesied as being the age of humanity and enlightenment which means this whole system is coming into a change. There's a change in the air, and it's evident in the young people, even though we do have some who are uh, out of line. I think the majority of our people, young people in particular, want to do the right thing. They just need us as the adults to help them to know what the right thing is. Absolutely. So part of That's our true. job is to give them the guidance and direction so that they can make the right choices. But I was wondering if you could speak on uh, the alignment of the planet in terms of uh, its significance for where we are and where we are going in the 
Aquarian age. Caller, are you familiar with, with, with that information? No, but I'm familiar with who you're talking to. How you doing, Malika? I'm good. I'm good. Give thanks and praise. Beverly, this is sister that taught me what a planet meant in 1973 that's, when I was 23. That's why I was asking her. <laughs> well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't miss her voice right out. How you doing, Malika? You all right? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm honored that and you I'm called. Good. And um, this is the one that taught me what a planet meant when I was 23 years old. And that's what I was. I would like for her to kind of uh, give us a little insight before we bring Malika on. Malika on. Well, we wait. We're waiting on Malik to come on, sister. But tell us more okay. about what you're talking about, Malika, please. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just so aware that we are living in an exciting age where we're seeing the the change, a new epoch. You know, we are into a new system of things where man's mind, his heart, and his spirit is growing, is evolving. And the young people are evident of that. They come here understanding uh, right and wrong. You know, they haven't had the opportunity to be contaminated with the prejudice and the discrimination and the hatred that some of their ancestors had or were taught. Because I don't think anybody is born a racist. I think people learn that. And we understand when we look at at history that uh, most of the the wrong in the world was based on greed and always needing to have someone to do the work that 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 they could benefit by. But that time is up. So I'm hoping, number one, that our young people will see the necessity for uh, gaining skills. Now is the time to gain the skills. If you look at the conversation between Booker T. Washington and W.E.B. Du Bois, they were both right. One was saying that talented 10th go to college, get um, uh, an ACA education. And uh, Booker T. said, cast down your buckets where you are. What you do Learn how to do it well. Because if we realize that we live in a society where it was once against the law for us to learn to read and write, then we can see the value of an academic education, and we can see why it was kept beyond our reach by the law. They created laws that said that you could be killed for learning to read and write. So so that means that, that there's a high value on an academic education, but there's also a high value on the skilled trades, and especially those of us living in Detroit, because, you know, there's going to be a lot of money coming into the city, and some of the money is based on them hiring people from Detroit to do this work. Now, you got people from the suburbs who are going to be moving into the city just so they can qualify for those jobs. However, they are going, going to be able to to use the excuse that we couldn't find nobody with the skills. So I'm hoping the parents will encourage their children to go ahead and get that skilled trade certification because that'll be your ticket, your certification, the fact that you got proof that you know how to do this. So now what? And when you look at the yes. fact that they, this, the, the governor just signed this thing where anybody whose parents are making under $60,000 a year 
can get free four-year college education. You yes. know, when I was a kid, college was beyond, so far beyond me, it wasn't even a question. No, you're not going to go to college. I can barely afford to put a roof over your head. How am I going to pay for you to go to college? That was what, you know, my generation had to deal with. Now they're trying to open the door for our young people to have success, but they got to make it their priority to get those skills so that they won't be locked out. You know, anyway, I didn't mean to run over like that. that no, uh, no, we need to. At least not still waiting there. Thank you. Yeah, he's here. I'm getting ready to pull him up. Thank you yeah, we for gotta, that. We thank you for Malika, I love you forever and a day, and thanks for calling. Uh, you all are doing a great job. Keep up the good work. And thank you. You too. Thank us. Okay, we got to pull Malika. Let me see where's Malika at here. I saw him. Hold on. Greetings, Sister Bellamy. How are you? Thanks for joining us again. Great, great. Thank you. Badagani, Brother Chungalia. And Jamal Santi Sana in Dugu. It's such an honor to follow my big sister, Sister Malaika. Oh, she's one of my teachers. She's one of my teachers, too, Chungalia. She's a jewel in our community. I've been one of her fans for a long time. Oh, I'll go back to 73 with her. Well, I'll go back to 70-something, not 73, but not, not too far after that, maybe 75. Well, she had when I first met her, she, she was doing a radio show on WDET, Seminar in Black, when I first met her. Well, she but she, the sister has done so many things. She's one of the unsung heroes in our community. At least not yeah, enough she, people are singing her praises because she's had a tremendous influence on so many people, and she's been steadfast for all these years, and I just love and respect her so much. I do too, brother. And she's, had the, she's had the honor to live with Mother Kaji and Mama L back in the day. Mm-hmm. And, and living with Mama L and Kahaji would had to have been a wonder of learning. And I'm going to she's invite a, her a, to uh, join the uh, Truth to Power family so the rest of the nation to get to, to know her also. Well, that's good. So we going appreciate her, her work, yes. We're going to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Well, Malik, tell, tell the family what you are doing in Detroit. Well, I lead an organization called the Detroit Black Community Food Security Network, and we do a few things. We run a farm called D-Town Farm, a seven-acre farm in Rouge Park, where we grow about 40 different fruits, vegetables, and herbs without using pesticides or chemicals that harm our health. Uh, We train people how to do farming, and we're promoting what we call black food sovereignty, that our people need to know how to uh, provide the food for ourselves. You know, in fact, one of my teachers tells me that um, men and women feed themselves, children and pets are fed. And so if we want to join eye-to-eye, shoulder-to-shoulder with the rest of humanity, as my brother Chungalia was talking about, then we have a responsibility, and I agree with you. It's not just the system of white supremacy, although I don't want to let that off the hook. Racism, I don't want to let it off the hook, you know, but that's not the whole picture, as Brother Chungalia said. We also have to hold ourselves accountable because we have responsibility. And so the responsibility we're taking is building institutions related to how we feed ourselves and teaching our community the importance of us 
controlling those institutions that produce and distribute the food that we eat. It's totally ridiculous in the blackest city in North America that there's not one black-owned grocery store, and so we have to buy our food from either white people or Arabs. It's totally ridiculous. We are fully capable. We're grown men and women with minds. We are fully capable of figuring out what needs to be put in place so that we feed ourselves and so that the money that we spend on food doesn't just get extracted from our community, but it's circulated within our community to create wealth, prosperity, and abundance. So anyway, we run the farm, D-Town Farm, which actually is opening to the public this coming weekend for the rest of the year. And um, mm-hmm. beginning this Saturday and Sunday, we'll start our, our, our weekly volunteer days, which is every Saturday and Sunday from 8 a.m. until 12. And we would invite community members to come out there and work with us and learn how to do urban farming by working side by side with us. Uh, the farm is located at one two zero oh seven, I'm sorry. You know what? I'm I'm getting old and 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 losing, uh, maybe losing a bit no, of my memory. You, uh, no, no, you're not. <laughs> you ain't old. Uh, I'm gonna give you the correct address in just a second, but it's on uh, on West Outer Drive, between Plymouth and West Chicago, inside of Rouge Park. Um, the other thing that we're doing is we are, you know, and I've talked about this the last few years I've been on the show, that we're building uh, a building called the Detroit Food Commons on the corner of, of Woodward and Euclid, which is uh, the, will be the home of the Detroit People's Food Co-op, a community-owned grocery store. And so I've been on here talking about this for several years, but if people drive by Woodward and Euclid now, they can see the building is up. It's been built. It's not finished, but you can see it's got the walls are up, the, the roof is on it, the windows are in, the floor is in place, and the rest of the work is primarily to work on the interior of the building. So we're going beyond just the rhetoric. We're actually building an institution for our community. So those are the two and main I, things and that I we do. do. Have, we all... I wanted the people to know that I have pictures of your building on the site so people in other cities can see the progress that's being made. Go ahead. Beautiful. And also, let me go back to the farm. The address just came to my mind. It's 14027 mm-hmm. West Outer Drive between Plymouth and Chicago. It's D-Town Farm. So, again, we invite people to come out to the farm any weekend between now and November on Saturday and Sunday from uh, 8 a.m. until 12, and they can volunteer with us. Uh, we'll start selling produce at the farm in June, and we sell that at the same times on Saturdays and Sunday mornings. But back to the Detroit Food Commons on Woodward and Euclid. So we're, we're almost we're significantly along with building this two-story, 31,000-square-foot uh, building called the Detroit Food Commons. And, again, the first floor will be occupied by the Detroit People's Food Co-op, a community-owned grocery store that will sell about 80% what we call organic and natural foods and about 20% what we call clean conventional foods. So we're trying to find a balance to make sure that people have high-quality food, but also that the food is accessible to people who are low and moderate income because a lot of times organic food is very pricey. So we want our people to eat better, but we also know that the economics is a, a barrier. And I'll go, I'll go back to that in a minute until how people can join the Detroit People's Food Co-op, but I want to talk about what else is in the building. On the second floor of the building, 
we're going to have four shared-use kitchens that food entrepreneurs can rent out. Like if there's people who are preparing soups or, or cakes in their kitchen and they want to take that to the next level where they can put these things in retail stores and they can do it in a licensed kitchen, we'll have four kitchens available for rental. These kitchens are called the Kujichagulia kitchens. And uh, Brother Chungalia, what does Kujichagulia mean? Self-determination. Self-determination. And we think this is the, one of the most important things that our community needs. We need to know that we are responsible for our own destiny, right? We, we, we don't need to look to anybody else. We shape our own reality. It starts on the inside, as Brother Chungalia always reminds us. That's what's most important, what's happening internally. But then we take what's happening internally, we project it into the outer physical world. So this is what we're doing. We're practicing Kujichagalia. The kitchens are called the Kujichagalia kitchens. We'll also have, have a 3,000-square-foot community meeting hall that can be used for banquets, wedding receptions, lectures, film screenings, and things like that. That is called the Mama Imani Humphrey Hall, named after the great educator and institution builder, another of my teachers, Mama Imani Humphrey, for, who for many years was the director of Aisha Shule, the first African-centered school in the state of Michigan. We want to make sure that her legacy lives on and that we, uh, we memorialize that legacy in, in the Detroit Food Commons. And then also, finally, the offices of the Detroit Black Community Food Security Network are moving into the second floor of the Detroit Food Commons. Let me go back to the grocery store. So, again, this is a community-owned grocery store. It's a co-op. A cooperative is a business that is owned by either the people who work in the business. If the people who work in the business own it, that's called a worker cooperative, a worker-owner cooperative. In this case, what we're doing is called a consumer People who shop in the store can actually buy a share of the membership. And so currently we have 1,809 member owners who have paid $200 to become an owner of this business. And so we collectively own it. It's not one or two people. It's not my store. It's not any individual store. It belongs to the 1,800 people who have paid this $200 to collectively own something for the benefit of our community. So uh, we want to encourage people especially black people, especially, especially, especially black people to sign up and become an owner of this business so we can stop this pitiful condition that we see in our community when other people come in and just extract all of the dollars out and then we go begging them for jobs, you know, like, like we're children. So um, this is what's happening with the Detroit Black Community Food Security Network. Wow, that's a lot. Amen. Yeah, that was right on. Yeah. I mean, I'm so honored to have a Capricorn at will. You do such a great job. Uh, Mr. Southern tells us all the time, Capricorn is the executor of the willpower of man. And it's just so idealistically in order that Bob Malik's a Capricorn because he, he goes by the rules and he makes it happen. You know, and it's, I'm, I'm impressed. Thank you, my brother. I'm, I'm, I'm just so impressed. And I need to get out there and help you myself because I need exercise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, working at the farm, you get good exercise. You get fresh air. You know, you were talking about breathing earlier and, you know, food. In fact, Sister Beverly was talking about, you know, food, breathing, and your thoughts being some of the master keys to rise to our highest yeah. occasion. 
and and yeah. you go get all of those if you come out to G Town Farm. You go get some <laughs> some some uplifting thinking. You go get fresh air, and you're going to get uh, some some good exercise that is going to produce high quality nutrient dense food that will keep you healthy in mind, body, and spirit. You know, brother. Now, you, someone you, in the, someone in the uh, chat room is asking, uh, where do you sign up? A very good, very good question. So I want to be perfectly honest. One of my heroes is a brother named Amilcar Cabral, who was the head of an organization in Guinea-Bissau. He, he was one of the leaders of the revolution in Guinea-Bissau. One of the things he said is, tell no lies, claim no easy victories. So I'm going to mm-hmm. uh, tell, a, tell a truth right now that I wish I didn't have to tell, but we're having some difficulty with our website. Uh, we hired okay. a company to, to, to re to redo our website, and we want to make sure we hired a black company to do that. And they're having a little difficulty. So the website is up, but you can't join online right now. We're trying to get that glitch fixed. We're hoping within the okay. next week that's fixed. But I'm going to give the web address and I'm going to give a phone number that in the meantime, until this okay. part on the website where you join, until that's fixed, people can call. So the web address okay. is www.detroit peoplesfoodcoop.com. Again, www.DetroitPeoplesfoodcoop.com. You can get all the information you need online about the co-op on that site, but again, the function that allows you to join is malfunctioning right now. We're hoping to have that fixed very soon. In the meantime, what you can do, though, is you can call 833-373-2313. Again, that number is 833-373-2313 for information on how to join the Detroit People's Select. One more time. The phone number again is 3, I'm sorry, 833-373-2313. You can get all the information you want about the co-op online at our website, which is www.DetroitPeoplesFoodCoopCoop.com. Excellent, excellent. Now, uh, let me see if someone has a uh, question or comment before we let you go, Malik. Uh, all let's right. see here. Uh, Kwame, y'all see your hand raised. Do you have a question or a comment? Yes, and um, powerful, powerful show to way to begin this new year and the alignment that we are in. And I thank my brother for the numerology and the astral me. But what I'm hearing is is what I don't know if you've been watching news and well, not so much news. I'm I'm just going over some things that. What he's talking about in the farming, they're having a big protest. And what they're doing is is Wendy's, Walmart, Kroger's, Publix, Trader Joe's, all of these grocery stores are getting their produce that, that's coming out of, out of Turtle Island by using forced labor. And in essence is that they're they're doing slave labor and taking away people's documents, saying that they're going to get them deported, not paying them a fair wage, 
and now they've, they've come together trying to unionize in order to go against these corporations that are using the people of low incomes and, and immigrants to fill their shelves and their, their, their stores with produce and what the brothers sharing in that each one teach one. And, and we've got to begin to open our stores because as a child, I grew up and all I seen working on the, at seven years old, working on the back of a vegetable truck in Chicago, going down the alley selling vegetables to people. So I understand the importance, I, and and even to the part of meeting Alvina Fulton, you know, and mm-hmm. oh, thank you Chicago. for thank you for lifting that sister. Thank you for lifting that sister's name up. Very oh, few yeah. people even uh, remember her. Oh yeah, she was at 1963 West 63rd Street, right off of Damon and 63rd, and that building is still there, and the sign is on the building when. I left Chicago in 93. They were attempting to get their family to try to make that a historical site for what she did. Mm-hmm. Because you look at who came out of there, Dick Gregory, uh, mm-hmm. Muhammad Ali, even uh, Jewel Pukwa. All mm-hmm. of these ones that, that are now in the community and doing that. And Gregory is an ancestor. They used to be on duck. Alvina Fulton followed on WBEE uh, AM station in Harvey, Illinois. She came on after Delbert Blair. So when I was there with Delbert, she would be sitting in, sitting out in the and and waiting to go on air, sitting out there listening to her conversate about what her great grand her grandmothers taught her. Mm-hmm. See, this is what Brother Kwame, can, can I share something? Can I share something with you about oh, yeah. Alvina? Uh, I'm so, first of all, I'm overjoyed that you lifted that name up because I very seldom hear people mention her name, but I'm on a fast right now. I've been doing a spring cleansing fast every year for the last 40 years or so, and the two people that influenced me are Dr. Alvina uh, Fulton and her student, as you said, Dick Gregory. And so I owe so much, so much to that, and we, we collectively owe so much to that sister. She was such a bright light. And also, I, I'm, I'm thankful, I'm grateful that I had the chance to meet her and interview her in the late 70s on For My People television show that used to come on Channel 50 with, the, with another of my teachers, David Rambeau, who produced that show for many years. And she was, was, was really, she is the, 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 the forerunner of the vegan restaurant. Because yes. you could go in her store, you could get salads, you could get vegetables, and she had a garden out in back, and she had all the supplies of herbs and things that you needed and could give you, you know, the diet to deal with whatever it was that you were coming in there and with problems. And see, that was back in the day when I was young, so I'd get a good hangover and want to get right. I'd go in her store and get me one of them tonics and get back right. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. what I'm hearing is, is what I'm hearing what you're saying and like you said, let the let the bucket drop where it may. That's what Booker T. Washington, because we look at what we built, and Detroit, of all places, is the thing that's happening. And the sister Malik, when she was talking and, and sharing also about the children learning, we have to create our Silicon Valley. We've got to teach our children to technology. <laughs> this is what Tutmos has been telling us on Bev's show. 
and what jobs are leaving through technology and what are going to be the jobs that are going to be for that's going to be in technology. Yeah, we need academic education, but we also understand is that education is a word that says it comes from a Latin word inducere. It means to bring out with that child because every seven seconds there's a child born on this turtle island. There's 12,334 children born in a day. And we have to know what are we going to, to give them as tools to build this world that seven generations is going to have to, because each one of us can say seven generations right here. We, I, I'm 72 years old, and I can say I can go back four generations and I can look up three because my children, my grandchildren, and my great-grandchildren, that's seven generations. Because my great-grandmother that named me, her mother was a slave in Mississippi, was born in 1851. I'm not trying to take the show, but, but what I'm sharing is so important what you're doing. And I commend it. And, Bev, thank you for bringing the brother forward. And the other part, what the brother was, was speaking and Malik, when they were talking about the astro Saturn goes into Pisces. What we need to study with, along with the astrology and the, he was saying the numerology, each planet has a frequency. When those planets get in certain alignments, those frequencies of those planets is like the 5G that we're living in. That's the consciousness that's coming on the planet. And we have to learn how to use those frequencies when we get those alignments and get that galactic consciousness coming to us that's what's activating the dormant, what they call dormant DNA, but it's reawakening us from a, a homo sapien to a homo spiritus. This is what the age of Aquarius, because Pluto is going into Aquarius on the 23rd, and it's going to be some major shifting happening on the planet. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, Kwame. Thank, Thank you, Brother Kwame. Thank you. Dr. Solomon, my brother, you're right on point. I appreciate you. One love. Uh, and, and Malik, we appreciate the work that you do. And so you're saying that starting this Saturday and Sunday, if someone wants to volunteer, they are able to right. contact at That's this right. number. And, and well, actually, the volunteer. number I gave was the number oh, for the food co-op. If people want to okay. volunteer at the okay. farm, I'm going, I'm going to give another number and another website for that. So if people want okay. to volunteer at the farm, they can check the website of the Detroit Black Community Food Security Network, which is www.dbcfsn.org, www.dbcfsn.org. S N dot O R G or they can call us at three one three three four five three six six three. Again, three one three three four five three six six three for information on D Town Farm. Could I could I ask okay. one more question right quick? And and yes, what the yes. brother said. You know I talked about the overground railroad and creating the oasis. That's what we're speaking on. Because the overground railroad is what we're talking about, the astrology, the alignment, the frequency of the planet over us because our, our Milky Way and the universe bends towards just us. 
if we can get back into that because we create oasis, and the oasis is O-A-S-I-S, our ancestor spirit in service. When we come back into nature, our ancestors are there waiting for us to return. And so what we've got to do is, like, we have Nature's Garden in, in Alabama right there at Tuskegee, right there where Tuskegee University is. Sister owns 47 acres. We got is that another Sister Muja? Yeah, Muja. Is that Sister Muja? Yeah, I know Sister Muja. Yeah. Yes. Right. She's going to be sure also. Right. And so this is what we're creating because when she has the festival, because she's taking the land and taking 15 acres and now building tiny houses, A-frame houses, where people will create a bed and breakfast. And then also she has the, 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 the center that she's building and the stage and the gardens what, that are taking the, the, the students from Tuskegee and the community students. And the elders are coming in to show and guide them how to rotate crops and how to do the, the, the garden. So all of this is creating what we need because that's what Booker T was saying. You know, some of us, and, like, and, like Booker T was saying, some of us better learn farming. The academic thing is all right. You know, I'm not knocking that. We need some people to do that too. But if we don't know how to feed ourselves, we're going to be in a, a, terrible, a terrible position, which really we're in a terrible position now. We're coming out of it, and, you know, what Sister Malika was saying about young people, you know, I'm involved in this farming work, and I see young people all over this country who are getting into farming, getting back to the earth, getting back to nature, changing their uh, their diets, and I, I get great hope from seeing those young people. In fact, many of them work with myself and Mama Muja and others in a group called the National Black Food and Justice Alliance. And right. so we got about 40 organizations across the country in the National Black Food and Justice Alliance. Most of them are people in their 20s and 30s who are doing farming all over this country, who are building food co-ops. And so I, I have great hope, you know, for the work that some of these young people are doing. And as you said, the elders are helping to guide them. And so, it's a, you know, it's a beautiful thing. But, brother, I want to thank you again for lifting up Sister Albina's name because what we're doing is building on this legacy of these ancestors. This is, you know, it, any good works that we're doing is we're doing because we've had good teachers and good examples like like Dr. Elvinia Fulton. Right, and that's why I said the oasis is because the thing that we have to look at, and and I, I take a word and make another word because when I say our people, our means the original universal race. That's who we are. When we can conceive that concept of that we're the original universal race, then we know that we have the divine guidance because DI is greater than AI can ever get. Divine intelligence because this earth has a network of microbial and understanding that it has a network that it communicates with the galaxy and our, our planets and our solar system but it also has the consciousness of the cosmos and the universe. And we are mm-hmm. those four elements in one body. Mm-hmm. Right on time with that, my brother. I've been listening to you, my brother. I sure would like to talk to you again sometime. You seem to be uh, in tune with with what's going on in the cosmos related to planetary <laughs> placement and cycles. And uh, I see maybe I can learn a lot from you. I really would like to communicate with you sometime. Well, 
Bev, Bev, you can get texting my number, and you know, you right. call, I'm down. I, 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 I live here in the forest on two acres in the stolen land of the Muscogee Creek in Edenton, Georgia. And Edenton, Georgia is about an hour from Sandersville. Sandersville is where the Honorable Elijah Muhammad was born. Eaton is where Alice Walker was born. Brother, did I, I meet I, you in November in Atlanta? Probably. November in what event? Uh, there was a the the there was a Black Urban Gardeners Conference in Atlanta, uh, and a lot of people, a lot of gardeners and farmers from around the the country were there. Uh, as I'm listening to you describing where you are, it just sounds it sounds very familiar. Right, and and that that I came to that, but you know I I may have, but the part I'm doing is, is did you meet Ross Kofi? I, I know Kofi Ross Kofi very good. well. Yeah, Ross, I know Ross Kofi very well. Right, and he has the community gardens. They are up in the, in the ATL. Mm-hmm. We we can take these these properties that they've knocked down the buildings and land. We can make raised beds and and gardens and begin to feed the community, just like the the brother in L.A. turned around and made the sidewalk garden. Brother Kwame, do you work with Sister Yawa? Do you know Sister Yawa? I know the name. No, I'm not working with any sister named Yawa. Okay. Okay. Kwame does the sweat lodge. Don't you, Kwame? Yeah, okay. I do Native right. American spirituality. I mean, I've been doing okay, Native American. Yeah. But I do ours, okay. too, because I went through rites of passage. I was part of the Comedic Institute in Chicago with Jake Carruthers, Conrad, mm-hmm. and Anderson mm-hmm. Thompson. And Barbara mm-hmm. Hannaford Afrique was my teacher. All of those are my teachers. All of Every name you just named are my teachers as well. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get your number from you. Yeah, I'm the same tribe. <laughs> oh yeah. That's why we say spirit. spirit on spirit. Birds oh, yeah. that's why, but that's why we have to stop saying you and say us because us means united spirit. Every spirit planet is connected. They keep us disconnected. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. We got it. We got it. We got to well, connect. What's that? We've been taking 10 minutes of Holly's time up, but we got to connect with Holly. All right. Okay. Thank you, Kwame, and thank you, Malik, as always. Thank you for the opportunity. It's a pleasure, Brother Kwame. Thank you, Brother Chungalia. Thank you, Sister Beverly. Thank you, Kwame. I'm Chungalia. I'll be calling you, my brother. All right, sir. All right. Thank God. Take care. on the line, baby. All right. Uh, Yes, let me pull them up. What What is this number? What's the the th- the first three numbers? Who are you talking about? Tangalia. I thought you had it. He, he, he never get. Um, uh, I thought you were sending it to me. I I didn't. I had to look it up. Okay. Uh, he he need to push number one. Push number one if you hear us, Holly. And while we while we waiting on uh, Holly, let me play one of his tunes. By then, I'll have his number for you. Okay. Seventy years in a Babylon. Condemn them. Don't. Depart. 
Is it two four zero? Not a two. It's not a two four zero. Let me look at my phone again. Okay, um, I'm sure that's the number, though, but I don't exactly know by heart. Um, and if he if he was here, he would push number one, and I would see him. But he hasn't. Uh, he hasn't but I don't. He hasn't been on it yet. No. He hasn't called you at all. No. Today. No. It will be, be on your caller ID, right? Yes, it would. Let me, um... So, um... I call, let me, let me, let me so, call. Okay, okay, while you're doing that, I would like to, um, bring the sister up again so she could continue that. to talk to me. If she's, if she's still here. What's, what's her do name, that. Sister I'm, Malika? Yes. Yeah. Sister Malika. Malika. Yes, okay. Yes. yes, can you hear me? Yes, How you doing, you Malika? Yes, I just wanted to to uh, commend again you all for bringing this information forward, and I especially appreciate uh, you guys uh, upholding Dr. Fulton's name. And I also want to give a shout out to a Detroit legend, Mother Bracy and Dr. Bracy, who were the forerunners of uh, natural healing and eating here in Detroit. Matter of fact, Dr. Bracey was the first licensed chiropractor in the country. And Mother Bracey was the first one to tell us about uh, eating natural foods and what type of foods agreed with our bodies and et cetera. And um, uh, what Malik was talking about, the farming, it doesn't have to be anything as big as a farm. It could be some flower pots where you plant mm-hmm. tomatoes and plant uh, cucumbers and plant greens so that our children will have the opportunity to see where food comes from. You'd be surprised how many kids think vegetables come out of cans. That's the only way that they know that they've ever seen vegetables. They've never had a, the opportunity to see something grow from a seed to something that you can put in your body. That's where we start with allowing our children to see how food is grown and they see how easy it is. Because um, anyway, we know how important it is that we, number one, control the food and stuff that, that we get. Uh, uh, and also, by supporting the co-op, we know that money is going back into our community because the money that we spend in the co-op that we would be speaking with other people uh, who is going to take that money back to Dearborn, et cetera. But the money that we spend at the co-op will be going back into the, the black community because those are the people who, uh, who will be uh, supporting other black businesses 
in in the city of Detroit. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, uh, also, I'm, I'm talking fast because I, I'm hoping that uh, no, I'll call in. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Speaking of what time it is celestially, you know, Saturn mm-hmm. is going into Aquarius. Uh. This week, I'm not sure of the date, but but it will be soon. And I don't know if you all remember that song years ago, back in the 70s, by the Fifth Dimension, that talked yes. about the dawning of age of Aquarius. Well, we are now in the age of Aquarius, and you can see it all around you. Um, and I would um, also suggest that uh, you Google the age of Aquarius. Because there you'll find the information. It's well known, and it's why people are getting busy trying to ban books and uh, determine, dictate what we read and, and what is taught because they don't want the truth to come to the light. But like Martin Luther King said, no lie can live forever, and truth crushed to the earth shall rise again. And we're at that time in history. And like Bob Marley said, um, none of them can stop the time. And the time is the age of Aquarius. So we're on time, brothers and sisters. You know, we've fought a long fight, and we've survived. We've survived where other people would have uh, gave in, you understand, and allowed genocide to be perpetrated upon them. But we have survived. And Martin Luther King also said in his last speech when he realized that he would surely die, and he also realized that he was willing to give his life for the benefit of our people, when he said, um, we got some difficult days ahead, meaning that we got some work to do, but we're going to make it. And all of God's children will celebrate together. See, it is no, it's no longer going to be a us or them. It'll be all of us are going to enjoy this earth, you know, that the Holy Spirit, the creator, gifted us with. We're all going to enjoy it equally, which is what the Aquarian age is about. You know, humanity, benefiting humanity. I just wanted to share that, and I... And I uh, Hope that uh, you all will continue to bring the word of encouragement to our people, to let them know to keep the faith in the victory of righteousness, because we know what's right and what's wrong. And that's why we've seen a lot of wrong go down. Now is the time for the righteousness to rule the earth. And trust me, that's what time it is. Thank you for allowing me to share that. Yes, thank you. Thank us, as Kwame say. And uh, Kwame, you're at the mound table. Uh, Did you have anything you would like to add to what Sister Malika is saying? And Malika is definitely on point. It's Saturn is gone into Pisces. Pluto is going into Aquarius. Oh, okay. And, right, and Pluto will be in Aquarius. It, it came out of Capricorn, and it will stay there for a few months. 
it'll retrograde back and then it's coming back and it'll stay there 29 years. Saturn mm-hmm. is in Neptune with Neptune, which is still there in Pisces. That will be there until 2026. So what we're having is, is that's why I was saying it was important that we understand that these frequencies, because you're looking at Saturn, which is 6 hertz, which is 147.85 hertz. And that energy, that frequency is, is hitting us on this planet. Then you take in Neptune, which is 4 hertz. And you're looking at 211.44 hertz because what Dr. Emoto, and this is what they did with the suns and the different planets' energy, they recorded the energy coming from the planet, and then they froze it. And you looked and seen the perfect geometric uh, forms that it formed. That's what's happening to us in our body that is water. Yes. So we're evaporating ourselves? No, we're not evaporating. We're resonating with the freight. But what we're doing is is we're being distorted because nature is 432 hertz. And the human body is 7.82. I mean 7.2. The the Earth's human frequency, its magnetic frequency is 7.82. And it's been going off the charts because of the different alignments that the planetary alignments is putting the the frequencies in the earth. And so what we have is is what they call now nature deficit disorder. If you're living in a building and walking on concrete and and, and, and in a a, uh, steel and concrete glass building, that energy from that planet can't get to you as if you were walking in nature. So that's the part of what you're getting this deficit because we're not getting fed what the creator has put everything in alignment. There's order, but we're out of order because when you bulldoze down the forest, because the forest is the first community, the forest is your, your first community. You have grandmother trees, grandfather trees, you have plant relatives, you have the four-leggeds, the eight-leggeds. Everything in nature has a balance, and we are the same four elements that this planet is. And so when, we are, we, when we're giving toxic foods and we're giving foods that's seedless, what do you become? You become seedless because an acorn will drop from an oak tree and lay in the earth during the winter and come spring, it will grow into an oak tree. It knows its chart. I hear you, bro. You're on point. And this is what the now, sister was saying. At just one point, the sister was saying about the ahead. children. That child was a seed in a woman's womb, and it came out, and it's a human being carrying a spirit. You show that child how to grow what it needs from the womb of Mother Earth. The Earth is soil. It's a living being. When you put that seed in there and those strawberries grow up and that child goes out there and pick them and, and eat it, he's seeing the whole concept of life. 
So someone is saying, what should we do? What 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 should we do? What should we be doing? Like Malika said, is that and the brothers doing? We've got to be able to feed ourselves. The Hopi said, this is the fifth world in the prophecy. We are the ones we have been waiting for. It is not their charge. Their charge is to keep themselves wealthy. We got to stay rich and live. Now, I heard something. I don't know if this is true or not. It's just hearsay. But that wall that uh, Trump put up to uh, keep the uh, other people out, I heard that it's a tuning fork, and it vibrates at, at 432 hertz. Have you heard it's anything because, about that? That's still, yes, because just like you can take when you want to ground, you put your copper, mm-hmm. tube, a copper tube into the earth, wrap your coral wire around it, and bring it into your house, you grounding. I just had lightning hit the tree in front of my house. It wiped out every electrical thing in this house. Just one strike of lightning hit the root of the tree and bore a hole in it, and that's the energy in which that we're talking about. That's amazing. Beverly's Malika. So you said, Malika? Yes. Bob Malik Zucchini, is he still on the line? No, he left. Okay. I had a question. Okay, continue. I'm sorry. I want to know. Okay. All right. Now, you said 432 megahertz is the vibration of the earth? No, that's the vibration of nature. The, the human free, the human frequency, the inner Earth vibrates at a frequency of seven point eight two and higher. It's according on the energy that it's getting from the it's getting from the sun, the moon. It's the same way is that when the new this is a new moon coming tomorrow, and that new moon is hidden. So now the thing is is that we're going to a full moon. As it does, it progresses and it moves the water. That's what moves the tides and the currents in the oceans. It also moves our brain because it's water, and that's why when it's a full moon, what do they do? They say people are going crazy. Right. So we've got to understand because if you just look at every plant, you can go on, um, what is this called? Planetary Frequencies by the Tech Mind. And what it does is it shows you every planet and its frequency. And this is what they're doing is they're interfering. This is why they're, they're up there doing space weather, putting these satellites up there. They're interfering with the frequencies that are coming in from our place in the Milky Way because we stay in this, this, this era which is Pisces Virgo, 2,160 years. There's 12 eras, and so that 2,160 years times 12 is 25,920 years that creates what we call a galactic year. That's why the Mayan had such an accurate calendar, because it had the lunar, the solar, the 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 uh, solar, then it had our, our planetary alignments, then it has the era. 
And so what we're going is because we're 2160, we will be in Aquarius. We, when we crossed 2000, 2012 was the pivotal point that was through the Mayan calendar said because we were crossing the galactic center, the waters of New. We were aligned with directly at the center of, of the Milky Way. And now we're moving to the other side of the Milky Way. And we're in a place that we have not been in 25,920 years, every being on this planet. Excuse me, brother. I'll ask you a question before you get on further to the subject. Uh, you're talking about the galactic center where you, where, you, where you meet galactic astrology at going across the Milky Way. But I want to ask you a question about what you said about the Mayans. Um, do, you know, do you know about the 13 moons? That's why I said 260 days is a solar calendar. I mean, yeah. a lunar calendar. Thirteen moon calendar, right? Right. That's that's the that's the 260 days. 260. Yeah, that's, that's the 13 moons. I know. That's it's on the highway to galactic astrology. Right. Anyway, to the galactic center. Right, and what you're sharing is is that what we're looking at when I said when I was sharing saying the the astro me is because all of those constellations, the twelve of it, Aries is the head, Pisces is the feet. That's the body of us. Mm-hmm. And so when we begin to understand these alignments, have a different effect on our bodies. And how we resonate, that is, uh, uh, what is it, the book on cell salt. Nine months we're in the womb. You get all of these minerals are passed in through, through the placenta into your body, but there's three that's missing when you come forth after 240 days. And so we have to understand how to get our mineral resources that are absent so we have the full completion. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask Malik. You know, Malik has, a, I've seen him do some fantastic explanations and theories while lecturing about the communication between putting your hands and feet in the dirt and what we got in, what we got in common with the dirt and the soil. I mean, I want, that's why I was trying to find out was still there, but he left. Um, so Pete has a, a and I know it's very electrical. I know it's very electrical. Yeah, and it's, it's the love we have with the dirt. We gotta love the dirt. But you see, know? no, the thing you love the soil. See, dirt and soil are two different. Soil is a living being. Right. Dirt is the ash that dies. It's just like we get ashy. That's all dirt is. It's just the ash off of the soil. Mm-hmm. Dried up skin off of the off the soil. Mm-hmm. Yo, Malik breaks that down really good, man. And I I wanted to say something about that, but he left. Um, because he really breaks that down really really finite. You know. Well, I'm I'm I, well, I need to be calling you, brother. You got some of the things I need to know. I'll give the number from Beverly, and I'll be Chungli be calling you because you got some information I need to know. If you don't mind sharing with me. So, 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 Kwame, with with that wall, what kind of effect is that wall doing to uh, the earth and the ground that it's in? Since it's a tuning well, fork, well, is that in, enhancing like the, nature? No. 
because what it's doing yeah. is, is causing a distortion. It's just like if you mm. go to that wall and try to use a cell phone, that signal is going to bounce off that wall, then it's got to go up and come. Where if you had a straight line of no interference, but what it's doing is is that it's bored into the earth. This is why when, when they lay cornerstones and they build the Mason's bill, you have to build in alignment with what's called ley lines and, and, and uh, longitude and latitudes. Because there's electrical, there's 144 grids on this planet. And in those grids, there are frequencies that run from, from east to west and north to south. And there's currents that run in there. This is why they build in alignment what's called astrocartography. Uh, and that you build an alignment with the the energies that's running through the through the earth. That's why when they ask you for you, you want to do your chart, they want to know where exactly where you born at. You were born in Detroit on 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 March 20th, 2023. You were born in Detroit, Michigan. What they will do is that that exact time that you 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 say what time it was because today it was on at the the alignment came at at 2:24 p.m. and I said, wow, that's my Earth day. But the part of it is is that it time tells you because every planet is in a position and 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 it's moving. This is why you have that 60 second, those 60 minutes going around on the clock because we're constantly ticking. Everything is moving at that that rate. And so I was born in Aberdeen, Mississippi, which is uh. 33 degrees, 33 degrees, 8 latitude, and 88 degrees longitude. I live at 33 degrees latitude and 85 degrees. I'm only three degrees difference from where I came in on the planet, but I'm still on that grid. I'm still on my ley line. I'm on my energy source. They got a thing they call carceral geography. This is how they build prisons. They build prisons on certain grids and places because they know the energy of captivity will work there. Hello? Someone, yes, yes, go ahead. Hello. Uh, uh, and to take that back a little further, the pyramids were also built on that, that grid. Uh, right. If you look okay. at the history of the structure of the pyramids, it's amazing what they did without the the help of a, 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 a modern technology. Matter of fact, what they did is was the, the the foundation for what we know as math and and technology. But the right. width, the 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 the, um, the circumference around the the base of the pyramid is equal to the circumference around the Earth. Right, and uh, you could probably give the dimensions uh, a little better than I, but um, it's amazing. It's also the formula for the height and the width, et cetera, of the pyramids is the same as the formula for pi, which is the foundation right. of algebra. Sacred, and this is what sacred. our people did before, uh, when when people in Europe were still living in caves. Our people were building those type of structures because they were living in peace. This was before people from European countries started to invade 
Africa, and especially Egypt and, and Northern Africa, and, and do to those people what, what Russia is trying to do to Ukraine, just bogart, just take over their country, take over their stuff. Anyway, that's another discussion. But, but if you study the history of the pyramids, you will see they were based on sound mathematical principles that we use today. I'm glad you, you brought that, and I thank you, because today I received my package from my daughter who went to uh, to Saudi, to Mecca with her husband for, to do his prayer at the at, at the at the, uh, the Kaaba. Kaaba. Right, there at the prayer at the Kaaba. Then they went to Egypt to go visit the gym. You heard of the gym, the great Egyptian museum that they just opened up. And yes. she sent me some items that she got, but my son-in-law sent me some stones from the Great Pyramid. So now I have that energy of that triangulating energy. I still I have that energy from the pyramid here in Georgia with me right now, and that energy is triangulating. It's the same way we do with crystals and the way clear quartz crystals, clear quartz crystals is the whole technology system. That's why they call it Silicon Valley because it's silica. And it stores memory and consciousness the same as water, but it forms itself into a, into a matter, and then it take, takes on the form of sacred geometry, the six points on the, the crystal, and it, it stores information and it transmits. Our ancestors knew about these, these, these sources. They built the pyramid on the exact center, on the equator, off the equator, on the exact center, what they call the Greenwich Meridian. And what it is is that that exact center is true north. And the thing is is that it balanced because what did they do? They watched the heavens, and they would – if you go on YouTube, his name is Dr. Charles Finch. Charles Finch, is, he was a, a, a medical teacher at, at Morehouse College. He's retired, but he also was an Egyptologist. Him and Asa Hilliard, Dr. Clark, and all of them, Dr. Ben, studied in, 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 in Egypt. And they knew the mystery system. And this is what they did because that's why Masons only have 33 degrees of knowledge and the owners have 360 degrees of knowledge. When you say geometry, it means geometry only means geo is earth, the planet. Matri is the study, the, the, the actual study of the earth. Geometry, the measurement of the earth. And so these are the ways in which our ancestors knew and we carry that DNA because it's in every woman. The mitochondria is passed through the female. That's why I said when I say our, the original universal race, because the first human came out of a black woman's womb. They proved it through their science. Someone asked that if they just walk around in their backyard bare, bare, barefooted. Would that be just as good as putting their foot in, digging a hole and putting their foot in the dirt? Right. If you're walking on grass and, and the thing that you're doing, the the thing that was somebody was saying about taking your hands and your feet, do you notice that 
that you may be dark color, but when you turn your hands over, is 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 light. It's because the mm-hmm. bottom of the feet is light. It doesn't have it because it's a receiver called the sole of your feet. And when you put your sole, that means that that current that where you standing at on that on that grass in that yard, that current is running up through your body and it's traveling up, and it will go out. And if you're looking up at the sun or the moon. That means that that energy that's coming from there is you become what they call a photon. That means energy coming up through you, going back out into the sun that you're looking at and comes back around, and you you become a loop of energy. That's how currents run. Because when we talk about money, yeah, when you put, that's why we hold our hands up. We hold the palm of our hand. We don't hold. Yeah, we did the fist because we were fighting, but we want to open our hands so we can receive that energy. You know, it's very similar, brother. Nisha May, pardon me for interrupting you. It's very similar to what some of the elders have taught me, that um, one foot below our feet is magnetism that sticks us to this planet. One foot above our head is electricity that cooks, connects us to the cosmos. But in between, we are um, human beings, and we are in between those two entities, electricism to the planet, and we're connected through, you know, through our pineal glands to the the celestial universe. And the the pineal gland only opens when when your eyes are closed, uh, but it it connects us, you know. Uh, This gives us the melanin that we have. We're melanated people. From that, okay. Uh, but and, I, 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 you know, as, as you have a lot, I want to learn from you. Uh, your sign is what? What's the, what? What sign is your moon in? My moon is in Libra. My my sign is Pisces, and my rising is Leo. Well, I'm, I'm double Pisces. I'm five Pisces. I, 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 I rise. I, I, my, 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 my my natal chart. I rise up in Capricorn. Um, and my um. My um, I, in my Quran, I, where I was wounded as a child, was in um, uh, 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 <laughs> Gemini. And see, in Gemini rules the word. That's why I, I've learned everything I learned through the eyes of an of an illiterate person, because I I don't read and write. But I I've, I was with Maulana Karinga from 15 years old to 19, and I speak Swahili. I haven't met anyone in this city that speaks slightly better than me, fluent just from my memory. And they have one of those kind of magic memories. Uh, and I've always been the person that has been able to, like being in Bermuda eight months before he created Kwanzaa. I was one of the first symbols he had. My uncle got him in his building and he's taking the broad way. Um, so you, you was a part was of us. So when I met him, you know. You, you was a part of us. Yeah, originally. I met him, Maulana, only one of those four people in the bookstore on Santa Barbara and King in L.A., and about eight of us, uh, after the riot, August 19th, 1965, uh, uh, right around Christmas, we ran up there, because we heard, of a, uh, we heard it, um, that uh, um, Scopey Carmichael was going to be there. But Scopey Carmichael wasn't there, but they were three brothers talking about building us organization with Bubazon and Bali and stuff, and my uncle was with them, Uncle Kanzu, a Muslim. And I hooked up, with four or five others once hooked up, and my uncle was a real estate broker. They got mile on his first deal at 82nd Broadway. And I was one of the first first symbols, and I was chief of the first tribe. And when he pulled out, that was in 
early 66. Then in August of 66, he pulled out the chalkboard and put Kwanzaa on it. And then Guza, we was already studying in Guza Saba for eight months before he created Kwanzaa. The Guza Saba is not right. So I was raised in that kind of environment for 15 but, years old on. But I've been in Detroit now here for 52 years. I raised my daughter right, here. Yeah. Everyone in the culture community knows Baba Chungali. I spoke with the museum on history, history mile on Kwanzaa almost every other every other year or two. And um, I've um, been a part of the culture community in Detroit since wow, '69 at least. You know, and um, I've grown with a lot of it in Detroit, and I've learned a lot of things. And I don't know if at 74 years old if I even choose to learn to read and write the way people do. Because I know I'm not European and I don't want to be interested anymore with their language than I already have to be. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, I definitely understand because I've met Milana and, and see Jake and Milana, they wrote to Husea because that's where he, he studied with, with Jake and Anderson Thompson. And Let that's when he that. came back. Right, and that, that's when they wrote to Husea. Never run, really it happened. This happened. Me and my minister was walking through Wayne State University back in the early 70s trying to show Maulana Kringer what building he was speaking in. And Mr. Saladin said to Maulana, he said, hey, bro, what do you think about celestial heavens and the planets? This is in 70, ooh, must have been 74. Oh, no, wait a minute, 76 maybe. And he says, Marlon says, brothers should keep their heads out the sky and keep their heads in the community to which they live in. And me and Saladin looked at each other. We was pumping and walking through Wayne State. We said, we looked at each other. We smiled. We said, vibrations. And what does that mean? Let the brother think the way he thinks. You know, everybody. We just said, vibrations, let that alone. But that's what he said about learning the celestial heavens. That was in the mid-'70s. But there's, there's something, Milana, to see if you remember. Milan says the highest form of what is what what is the highest form of education? Knowledge of self. Milan always says struggle is the highest form of education. They call it birth. You struggle to come out of that womb and you keep struggling to live. <laughs> if you choose education to be your answer, and your education is only your answer depending on the hemisphere and the environment you're living in. But education to me is life. Life is education. But see, the part of it is is that we already are programmed. You don't educate a child how to stand up and walk. You don't educate a baby when you take it out of the womb and put it on the mother's breast. It will find its mouth and put it on what? That nipple so it can eat. Simply, that's why we say induce parade. When we do rites of passage and we, we do naming ceremonies for, for, for children on the seventh day, you take that child, the priest takes that child, and before the community, he will stick his finger in a glass of water and put it in the baby's mouth. It will suckle. He'll take his finger and put it in a glass of palm wine or gin, the same. They look the same. Put it in the baby's mouth. It cries. It says, this child knows right and wrong. It is your charge to make sure it doesn't forget. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely, absolutely yeah. right, bro. Well, we're getting down to time, and I want to thank everybody 
for the knowledge and the wisdom. Uh, and this is what time it is. And so uh, with that saying, each one, teach one. And so uh, we're getting it together. Hmm? We all will become a one. You know what Bob Molly say? One mind, one world, one love. Probably one body. But we divide it right now. But we blend in the This is why we have to change our words and say us and the part of being in spirit and the part of being able to change the vibe because every word that we use, like Eddie says, is a number. But what we have to understand is also a frequency. And we have to understand how to how to use our frequency because words are power. Absolutely. It's been an honor being here, brother. Thank you for having me, as always. What's his area code, Sam? 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.